Richard Leonard, you're an Australian Jesuit, author of many books, including the best-selling Where the Hell is God? Finding God in Suffering. And you have written the latest book, Hatch, Match and Dispatch. It's a great title, A Catholic Guide to the Sacraments. In a nutshell, what's the book about? Pat, all of my books attend to a pastoral situation and I was uh, preparing somebody for um, entry into the church as an adult a few years ago and I discovered in doing the preparation for that man, who was a very, very intelligent guy, that uh, there was a lot of material out there for RCIA candidates but it tended to be catechetical in tone, you know, for people who wanted to go a bit deeper or wanted to know the history or wanted to know something more about the sacraments and to deal with some of the really thorny questions in some of the sacraments too, um, it tended to be a bit lighter than he certainly wanted. And then I knew from my own theology background that there was a library of books on sacramental theology, but it can be very dense, it can be heavy and it can be very complex rich but just complex so i knew there was um, a gap in the market where um, we could have an offering to people to have something which was in between those two and uh, so that's where it came from and I'm, I'm the luckiest author in the world i guess since where the hell is god paulus press at the end of every book write to me after the next that book comes out and says what are we doing next so i went back to them and i said i'd like to do a book on sacraments and i'd like to call it hatch match and dispatch Hatching for baptism, matching for weddings, and dispatching for funerals. And because I like catchy titles, and um, also it lets the reader into that this won't necessarily be a very heavy, boring tone. I try to keep it, well, I hope it's intelligent, I try to keep the tone of it as light and bright as I can. And to that end, you tell a lot of stories from your own pastoral experience to illustrate various points. I think you're making an important point that you had to do a lot of the hard grafting and deep theology to make this then accessible. So people are getting good material when you read this book. I hope so. And some of it is really complex, like the story of marriage and the story of holy orders in the Catholic Church is incredibly complex. And to try and to get it down into something that was readable and also something that kept the reader turning the page in a good way wasn't the easiest thing in the world. So this is a book of which I have worked really hard. That said, I found it really rich for me. One of the things I try to do in this book is tell Catholics things they may not know. Baptism is the best example. One of the things I say in the early part of the book is that when I was thinking on baptism, I remember years ago a person saying they were very embarrassed that their grandchild's baptism had been, um, on the invitation they said it had been a christening, and these very devout Catholic grandparents came up and apologised at the party that followed the baptism and said, Father, I'm so sorry, it's been called a christening. And I said, well, what's wrong with it being called a christening? And they said, well, that's Protestant. And I said, what's Protestant about christening? I said, it's an old English word meaning to make a Christian. And I said, that's precisely what we did today. Oh, we don't use it. And I said, what term do we use it? Well, we talk about baptism. I said, what does that mean? And they said, we don't know, but we know it's Catholic. <laughs> and so that led me into believe and to know that as good as a lot of our formation has been, we get to these seven magnificent moments of grace and there's so much we don't know. And yet I think if we had a little bit of knowledge, a little bit more history and background, liturgy, then in fact it would just be a richer experience. So that's one of the intents of the book. And I think another example of things that I only learned in later life was say the sacrament of matrimony that you, the priest doesn't marry you, the, the couple marry each other. 
It's the only sacrament where uh, none of the official ministers of the church are the ministers. The ministers of that sacrament are the couple. It's also the last sacrament. It doesn't come uh, until the 12th century. And so it's quite late. And it's amazing that, you know, many Catholics wouldn't know that. And also that, in fact, it's, um, it's in a number of parts, that sacrament. Um, so you've got the preparation of the couple for the sacrament as for all, because they're the ministers of it. Then you've got the ceremony itself. But very interestingly, that sacrament is not finally sealed until that marriage is consummated. And I actually quite like this idea. We have one sacrament where unless there is the physical intimacy of a husband for a wife in the act of uh, sexual union, this is not a valid sacrament. So God is found in the physical love of husband and wife. That's a magnificent moment. And I think that's healthy sexuality that we should be reclaiming in the church right now.